Coming live from Florida, USA is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever platform you're watching or listening to this show on. And today we have ST Rappaport, Productivity Coach. Welcome to the show, ST. Hey, thank you so much, AJ. I'm super excited to be here talking with you. Same here, same here. And it's early morning there and it's it's around 7.35 in the evening. So, and at this hour, we'll be talking about, you know, how one can rewire their brain to become more efficient and effective and as, as well as they'll experience, experience some inner peace. So straight away to the question, uh, ST, is that firstly, let us understand why some people are productive enough and some people are not that much productive. How does it happen? Yes, that's a very interesting question. And I'm probably not going to give you the answer that most people would give you. Um, most people like to say like they're born naturally and that's the way that they are, right? Some people are so-called more productive and some people are lazy. Now, why is it that some people are born productive? It's not that they have the ability to be, not that they are naturally productive. It's because of the way their brain is thinking, okay? Everything comes back to higher thinking. So thinking is not one big thing. Thinking is made up of 28 parts called cognitive functions, okay? Now, we all have stronger cognitive functions and we all have weaker ones. But if you have certain or a bunch, a lot of cognitive functions that are really weak, what's going to happen is it's going to cause you to not be productive. So to become more productive, you have to improve those cognitive functions. Okay. Okay. So how does this cognitive function comes in? You said 28 things are there that guess they are that are there in the way of accomplishing that your goals. Can you explain that bit a bit more and if you can name some of the things you know so that we can get a better sense of exactly how our brain works how it takes care of you know we earlier we thought that we think the way we want to think it think about things and actually it's the other way around yeah so i'll give you an example to explain cognitive functions and how it's affecting your productivity okay so one of the cognitive functions is called systematic search it's being able to look for things in an organized manner being able to take in information in an organized manner so let's say for example you are missing your phone okay you have a phone to do your work to be productive to make phone calls whatever you're doing you're you have your phone now if you're missing your phone and you are looking for everywhere right you're looking in your kitchen you're looking in your bedroom you're looking all over the place. What ends up happening is for most people who have this weak cognitive function of systematic okay. search is they end up looking in the same place a few times and they miss where the phone actually is. Why is that? It's because their brain is looking everywhere and anywhere without having a system to follow it through. When you have a system, then your brain says, okay, I know that I am looking from the beginning of my room all the way around till the end of the room from top to bottom, left to right in an order. This way, number one, I cover every place and I don't miss any place. That way I know I'm going to find it. And number two, the brain can calm down and actually find it. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. So 
cognitive functions they actually take a uh, they, they have a big role in how we do our day to day work that some people know uh, some people do not know in that manner but is it because people age so you lose your cognitive functions or is it for any other reason that uh, your brain does not function so actively you just took the example of finding one, your phone now every phone company they give you that you know facility that it will help you it will beep and you can do something with the uh, with somewhere else and your phone will you know ring even if it's anywhere else in the room now is it because of technologies like this that you are not using your cognitive functions to the maximum and uh, and then you have to depend on technologies or is it because that because of old age or because of aging it happens or it can happen with younger people also how does it work Yes, so there's many many factors that affect cognitive functions. First of all, it could be genetics because of the way genetics simply like that you have stronger and weaker cognitive functions. That could be first of all. Second of all, it could be your environment. So even if you don't have that weak cognitive function, if you grow up in an environment where either your parents or teachers or stuff are teaching you based on how their brain is thinking, then they are training you to think in a way that weakens your cognitive functions. Does that make sense, right? Okay. Now, it could also be other outside situations. So yes, brain injuries can weaken cognitive functions. Age can weaken cognitive function. Um, and most definitely technology. When we, anything that's in the outside environment that's gonna some way affect your brain can affect your cognitive functions. But just like it could make your cognitive functions weaker, at the same way it could make your cognitive functions stronger. So I don't want you to think that that's it, you're doomed, you're just gonna have weak cognitive functions. Even when you grow old, you can improve your cognitive functions and use that to your benefit. Do whatever you can to improve your cognitive functions so that way they become stronger. Okay. So you can regain cognitive functions. That, that's good news. Yes. Any age, any stage, no matter what diagnosis, if you got like some mental health issue, whatever it is, no matter your situation, you can improve your cognitive functions and become stronger. Okay, okay. What? By eating nuts, almonds? That's where? I wish it was that easy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just joking. I will ask you about the details. I thought maybe, you know, that's why some people say, if you lose your cognitive functions or you talk something else, then you say, Are, you have gone nuts. Maybe uh, that nuts have something to do. I like that one. <laughs> it happens to be there are certain foods that are very good for your brain and will keep your brain more active, which will make the activities that you need to do to improve your cognitive functions work better, faster, and easier. So yes, 100% what you're eating is affecting your brain, but not directly. <laughs> right, right. I'll ask, uh, ask on the food part also and exactly the scientific way you can gain some of your cognitive functions. But firstly... Uh, you know, ST just wanted to understand, you know, so that for the audience also, they should know the credibility, the authenticity of information or, you know, learning that they are getting from you. So just to understand, how did you get started in the work that you are doing and, and getting into giving advice, talking about this whole lot of cognitive functions and, you know, gaining, uh, gaining your brain function better and dividing your brain without getting into, getting into technical operations and all how do you do that? So how did you get into 
this particular line of work. Yeah, don't worry. I didn't make it up. This has been going on since like the 1950s. They've been discussing this, okay? Um, but when I was a kid, I was like struggling with reading. And so my parents brought in these what's called Feuerstein mediators, okay? Professor Feuerstein is someone who identified the 20 cognitive functions, right? It's the way your brain is thinking. So he didn't make them up. He just noticed what they were and put them in a comprehensive program to help you improve them. So I got those sessions as a kid and I saw how much it did for my life and like all areas of my life. Because remember, cognitive functions are at the core. They're your thinking skills. So it's not just helping one thing. It's not just going to help you just with productivity or just with school or just with one area of work because it's how you're actually thinking all areas of your life improve. So once I saw what it did to me, I was like, I need to get trained in this. So since I was 17, I started getting trained in it. And every year I'd go take more and more advanced trainings. And yeah, now I do it full time and it is so much fun. Okay. Okay. So now coming to the, you know, getting back of cognitive functions. Firstly, you must tell people exactly, you know, uh, people know about the good things that you can do naturally. Then there is a loss of some functions you don't remember exactly. You don't realize that it has been and then you know that you are not as powerful or as quick in thinking about things as you would uh, were earlier on. So how does improving uh, cognitive functions actually help one's life. If you can elaborate on that, then people will actually understand and move towards regaining their cognitive functions back. Yeah. So when you have a weak cognitive function, you are doing things almost in a backwards way or in a way that's like not it's taking you very long and very hard. Now, the reason why you don't think it's very hard is because you've been doing it your whole life. But okay. if you could change it, you would say, oh my goodness, how on heaven's earth was I able to act like that before? Because now you see the smarter way of working. Let me give you a personal example. So that way you'll be able to see exactly what, okay. My, for a very long time, I always would do everything right now. That means if I would have an assignment, I would do it right now. If I had something to do for work, I would do it right now. Someone, whatever came, anything I had to do, it happened this minute. Now, I thought that was really good. I was being really productive. I was getting things done. I wasn't wasting time. It was amazing. Except here was the problem. If I needed something, like I knew I needed something for the grocery store, okay? Let's say I know I need something for the grocery store. But it's not an emergency. I would still go to the grocery store because I need to do it right now. Now, tomorrow, I might need another thing from the grocery store. So I'm going to go again to the grocery store. So what would happen is I would keep on wasting my time doing, going to places and doing things over and over again when I could have just gone to the grocery store once, buy everything I need for the whole week, and then saves tons of time, right? And the reason why my brain didn't have the ability to do that was because I had a weak cognitive function of categorizations. One of the cognitive functions is called categorizing, and it's being able to group things and putting things together. My brain didn't have the ability to say, okay, this is a group that is going to go together, and it is going to stay on the back burner. I am going to get back to it. I am not forgetting about it. I'm not saying you're not important. I am simply saying that right now is not the right time because when I do it later, it's going to be better. It's going to be more efficient and even more effective. So in the beginning, it was really hard for me because I was like, no, I want to do this now. I want to go to the grocery store right now and get this thing so that way I could forget about it, and I don't have to worry about it, and I don't have to think about it, right? No. 
once I started saying, hey, I could just go to the grocery store tomorrow or the next day and buy everything at the same time, I started realizing how many hours of my life I was wasting going back and forth to different places when I could have done it all together. Doing different tasks, right? We do this with email. As soon as an email comes in, we need to answer it right away. Now instead, no, one time a day, I go to my email, I answer all my emails and I save tons of time of opening the app, checking through, oh, right? Everything that I could do together, I do all at the same time together. So now my brain sees that before it was bad, even though then I didn't realize what I have now. So you or ever and everybody listening here is currently doing something that they don't realize is not so efficient. It's not so effective. You need to have an outside source, either someone come and tell you or for you to observe other people, to observe something on the outside, to see if that way is going to be more efficient. Right. Right, Esteen. So you see, you advise a lot of uh, clients. You tell them exactly businessmen, entrepreneurs. You tell them how to be more productive. Now, listening to you, exactly how can one be, you know, uh, productive in day-to-day -day life. One is the way they actually are doing it uh, now and they can still make it better. And another is that how can they bring about change in the way they think, how their brain functions to make them more productive and in several cases to regain their cognitive functions back. How do you train them what are the problems that they come with business people uh, to you that you solve them? If you can tell us on that. Yes. So now this is always my hardest question to answer because there are 28 cognitive functions. And that means not only there are 28 different ways where your brain could be thinking, it could also depend on the combination of those 28 cognitive functions. So two people might be struggling with the cognitive function of blurred perception, which is another cognitive okay. function, by the way. But when it combines with different cognitive functions, it affects differently. So I can't just go and tell you, do these five things and your brain will be productive. I could give you some productivity tips. I can see things that I've seen often, but that is just putting on a band-aid. It's not solving the actual issue of how your brain is working. So I know people like tangible things. They don't want me to just say, oh, okay, nay, thank you very much, but now tell me what to do, right? We want tactics. So I'm going to be giving you two things. First, I'll tell you how to find out what your cognitive deficiencies are so that way you know which ones to do. Second, I'll give you some practical tips, but you must remember, you must remember that they are band-aids. They are not actually rewiring your brain. Okay. So first of all, to identify which one of your 28 cognitive functions you could take, I created a cognitive function assessment for people to take less than 10 minutes. You just download it and you assess how strong each one of your cognitive functions are. You can find that at lifepixuniversity.com forward slash CF for cognitive functions. So that's lifepix, P-I-X, university.com forward slash CF. Then with that, you will identify what your weak ones are and email me back. Tell me which ones you specifically are struggling with and I'll have no problem giving you personal advice. Okay, that's first of all. Now, general productivity tips. Here are some things that I found super um, helpful for people. OK, 
okay? Number one is always planning your day either the night before or in the morning. That depends on the person. When you have a plan, then you can go follow it through, check things off, and like you'll stay on track. However, some people might be struggling with making a plan. Why? Back to cognitive functions. If you have a cognitive deficiency, it might be hard for you to make a plan. That's one of them. Another thing that's really helpful for people um, when making a plan is for the next week, uh, time your tasks, everything that you do often, time to see how long it actually takes you, right? Because sometimes we think, hey, a shower takes me 10 minutes, but we don't realize the shower actually takes me 20. So we're blocking off in our calendar 10 minutes and then it's really 20. And then we're just always running late because it happens over and over and over again throughout our entire schedule. So instead for the next week, just don't make a plan. Just time how long things actually take you. So you'll see, okay, one day my shower took me 18 minutes. The next day my shower took me 20. And the next day it took me 19. I know average I need 19, 20 minutes to take my shower, right? And from now on, when you plan taking your shower, you'll make sure to leave 19 minutes. So time your tasks. Okay. Okay, Steve. So regaining your lost cognitive functions and rewiring your brain, are they the same thing or different things? So improve what do you say regaining your cognitive functions regaining your cognitive functions yeah. yes 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 and rewiring your brain to what to increase your productivity uh are they two different things or the same thing i'm not sure what you mean by dividing your brain rewiring rewiring when you oh, say rewiring, rewiring your brain rewiring, yeah. yes yeah. i'm sorry yes it is the same yeah. thing exactly because what happens is when you do new and challenging things, when you show your brain new ways, new strategies, you are actually in your brain creating new neuron connections, okay? In okay. your brain, you have neurons, you have dendrites. Those dendrites create new neuron connections and you're actually creating new paths so that your brain thinking patterns, instead of going down the old way, are now going down the new way. Okay, okay. So... Uh, you also talk about, you know, uh, IQ, that you can uh, do something about it. You can make your IQ better. You can raise it further. How does one that uh, do that? Is it the same way you can do that? Because a lot of people have, as you uh, generally say, you have a low IQ. Somebody has a high IQ. Now, can they change that with the tips that you share? How do they do that uh, if, if they have to learn something on this? Yeah. So let me first make a disclaimer that I don't believe in IQ, meaning people use IQ, but IQ isn't super accurate and it doesn't really tell us anything because all it's telling us is that in this state, in the time that the person was taking their test, this is how their brain was currently working if the test was done accurately. It doesn't explain to them what their brain's thinking capabilities actually right. are. So to answer your question, 100% your IQ can change because as you improve your cognitive functions, yes, as you do these things, your IQ goes up. I think at some point they did uh, research on this and they said something like 70 sessions or something of rewiring your brain like raises your IQ every 70 sessions. Um, but obviously, it will depend on the person and um, what's actually happening. But I don't tell people to worry about it. Like, don't think about it. If someone gave you an IQ, like 
like put it on the side and pretend it was about something else. It doesn't mean anything because it literally just labels people, tells them, okay, you're dumb or you're stupid. This is what you can do. This is what you can do, which is not really true because that's how you okay. were at the time of the okay. test. Okay. It is basically uh, assessment at a particular point in time and it does not have to be permanent at all. Exactly. Very well said. Yes. So why does it actually come out as a stigma that you had a low IQ or you have a low IQ? I mean, where did it start at all? Where, where did it come from? That's uh, that's thank God I did not take any IQ test. Uh, I'm doing fine and I'm I, I'm, I feel fine. <laughs> so yeah, just, exactly. Right. Right. I mean, I'm surprised that uh, something that can change every time that you improve your capacities, like you improve any other capacity, your brain capacity or the way you look at solve problems, solve it certain things that somebody else gives you that can raise your marks or lower it. Even the best person can, can go down and the uh, so-called uh, not so good person can also raise his level or, the, uh, or, or marks on that. Now, coming to your, uh, you know, there is so much you have already spoken now. You have already shared your tips, how one can do it. Uh, in the last, in a nutshell, if you can tell somebody that from the right now, if somebody has to start, you know, becoming better at productivity, what are the few things that they should just keep in mind without remembering anything else? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to say to really just learn new things and put yourself in new experiences. Because every time you try something new, you take a new class, you visit a new place, you even go to a new store that you've never been to before, your brain is challenged and has to work harder. It has to not just go on default and do on the routine. It actually has to think about it. So while you're doing those new things, first of all, you're improving your brain. But more than that, Think about what you're doing in this new situation and how you could bring it back to your work, how you could bring it back to your home, how you could bring it back to your productivity based on the things that you've learned in that new situation. Okay. 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 Steve. Now let people know more about it, uh, about you, uh, about you, about what you offer, what are your services from your website and more on that, because we can't, talk everything at the uh, uh, in just a half an hour there is so much it's a large area and so much is there extra to learn uh, so st if you can tell how people can connect with you how businesses uh, globally from india how they can connect with you individuals if they want to take your services how can they connect with you yes so first of all you could check out my podcast which is life picks university so that's life Picks P I X University, and they're going to also find a lot more about cognitive functions and how to become more productive. Super practical. And if you want to just connect with me anywhere, social media, website, all of that, you just have to remember Life Picks University, and wherever you search it, that's what you're going to find. Right, SG, right. I will also, you know, add uh, as much information about your uh, your services, about your website, and all onto the YouTube description. So that people will find it easy to reach you. So Amazing. thank you very much for helping us understand this part uh, of how things work with the brain, how they can one can become better and in terms of productivity. So with this, 
It's a wrap on this edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you once again. Thank you so much, AJ.